I haven't had a shower in like two days. That's how we're starting this episode. Yes. That is exactly how I just, I just hit record and then you said I haven't showered in two days. That's too perfect. Yeah. I'm going to edit that in to every episode. <laughs> I'm going to put that in uh, planning, the planning, planning uh, campaign, swim That's lane. awesome. <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll permanently sticky it to in editing. Naturally. Um, so... Uh, this this would this would be a good topic. I, I I just added a topic to the bottom because I'm coming up on my uh, like 18th renewal of PHP Storm or something. Okay. okay, and I'm like super grandfathered in, so I'm always torn when December rolls around and I'm ready to re up my JetBrains membership. So right, I I want you to bring up the JetBrains website and I want you to look at their I want everything you got pro edition. <laughs> I'm serious. Look it up. So store, so I want yearly PHP billing. Storm. Yeah. I want a yearly billing. I want the all products pack. Is that okay? So buy it. And oh yeah. my Lord. How much? 649 US. For your first year. For and then yeah. your second year, you get a discount. And then your third well, year, you get another discount. That's a Let ridiculous sum of money. Let me tell you how much I pay. 150 bucks. And I get that's everything. That's an amazing deal. I wouldn't I would keep that. I would never get rid of that. I know just for like the, if just for the sake of it. Right? Right. Like you look at you look at just the PHP Storm uh, subscription and it's 120 bucks a year just by yeah. itself. Like come yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for, you know, supporting development. I'm, I'm all for yeah. paying out. You know, I don't have any problem with that. And I mean, from an oh, argument wait, 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 standpoint. Wait, wait. I've oh, been what? looking at the four organizations. I'm a dipshit. Oh, I'm, I'm typically oh, a dipshit. Okay. If all you right. do individual use, it is 149 forever. So your grandfather so is really kind of, no, you're, you're kind of like right on the cusp. I'm a grandson. Right again. there. Yeah. yeah. I'm a grandson again. Yeah. Yeah. So What's I think that? I'm going to dump it. I think I'm going to dump it. I want yeah. to. I don't want to spend no. this money anymore. If you're not saving 400 right. <laughs> and something dollars, right. then the And VS Code, man, it's like I was a Sublime guy. Yeah, I used to be. Yeah. Yeah. And then I switched over to VS Code the day the uh, the package manager went down. Um, I don't remember when that was. That was like a year or two. No, a year and a half ago. But their package manager system went down. Um, and I'm like, so why is obviously the first question. Turns out the entire package management system for Sublime is actually run by one guy one for dude, free yeah. for no valid reason. Yes. And I'm like, you, that, what? No, no. Mm -hmm. So immediately switched over to VS code and it was like, just, just make it happen. And honestly, I don't think I could, I could switch back. It, I'm so like, I just know it. I know what I got to do for the most part. Um, there's still quirks. There's still things that just don't work as well as they did in sublime, so to speak. But yeah, what you lose an extra, let's just say five minutes a day. I right. really don't care. <laughs> See, and this is where I always get hung up. Like a hundred percent of the time I get hung up on this because, um, I'm really super efficient in PHP Storm. Like, I mean, I'm you know I like I've renewed 
for many years. Right. And so I've like carried over this settings, like these, these like carefully curated settings and key maps and everything else. And there's just some things that like, this is the stupidest thing. The reason why I quit VS code the last time is because I could, I was typing command one and I want that to open and close only my file explorer. And that's all I want it to do. If it's not showing, I want it to show. And if it's showing, I want it to go away. And if it's some other panel over there, I want my file explorer to replace that panel. And VS okay. code won't do that. I have, no. I have all of the key, I have all the key codes in place. I swear to God, I've, I've gone in and found all the, all the spots and I've, I've entered it incorrectly. Like 92% of that whole straight, like that whole equation that I just told you. Yeah. Works. Like 92% of the time it works, yeah. but it's that 8% of the time where I press the button and I just go, you motherfucker. <laughs> and it's like, now I got to figure out like, oh, what's the normal key command for the file explorer? Because that's still bound somewhere uh, yeah. deep, deep in the, the source code of the S code. And I, and then I press it and there it is. Not, and then I can command one again. And I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. I'm going back to PHP storm. <laughs> PHP storm doesn't treat me like this. <laughs> Yeah, because you anyway, pay for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, but I would like to, and I think it would make a really cool episode. I would really like to, um, you know, have that not debate, but conversation. Like, like, do we need to pay for? Do you want to pay for this? Like, yeah, maybe right. I do want to pay for this. But VS Code is like a really tempting offer because there are plugins, Crazmo, where you right. can do all the stuff. Like, you can do, you know. Uh, all the linting you want to do. You can, uh, th this is the other thing I like about VS Code though, is, too, is that I don't have like JetBrains, sorry, I'm like rambling, but JetBrains, like I got PHP Storm, but I can, and I can export most of those settings over to like PyCharm. Right. But I still have to set up PyCharm. And I don't like to do that. And my PyCharm isn't as curated as my PHP Storm. But yeah, if I had VS Code, I wouldn't have to worry about that. It would just be exactly. one editor to rule them all. It's true. So, I mean, I have mine set up like that with all the different uh, Python plugins and everything else. Cause I, um, so when there was the team, so let's establish the fact that you and I work together off and on, on various projects. <laughs> and when we had one of the team fun days, there was those code challenges where everything had to be written in Python and I was like, oh God, okay, install all these different things I completely forgot to not, or to put into VS Code because obviously they were built into Sublime. Right. Or not built in, but previously there. They were there. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things. But honestly, I, I VS Code is just, it's solid. I don't have any problems with it. I found arguably after the first day of just getting the, the styling the way I wanted, I was like, well, that's really the biggest thing. Visuals are, are often just to me the biggest part of any transition between an editor. That's another thing with me with VS code is um, I don't find it to be as <sighs> hi Doug. <laughs> Um, I don't find it to be as um, like, 
I feel like PHP Storm is like this made of steel, mm. um, like not a muscle car, but like like your grandpa's car, mm. where you get in and like you like have to like heft it a couple of times to get the door yeah. to even shut, and you better move <laughs> all your limbs because if you don't, you're gonna lose one. Yeah, it's like it's like a uh, PHP Storm is a 1977 Oldsmobile. Uh, uh, with like with like an eight track player that just plays Jethro <laughs> Tull, right? That's what PHP Storm is. I can yes, I think that's a very accurate description. <laughs> yes, and like VS Code is um, like a it's like a Mazda three with an mp3 like bluetooth you know like yeah you can yeah. play all the same music and you can do it all you could do everything you kind of do everything the same way but it's not the same way and you can listen to jethro tell on repeat in that mazda 3 but the, the like all of it's kind of made out of plastic and nothing's heavy and like if you want to add something to it you can you can but like you know it doesn't come with it <laughs> And so, you know, it's, it's just like, I don't know. All you I'm know? visualizing are like those people who will take like a, like a Honda Civic and stuff and they'll stick every doodad on it. And you're like, yeah. I'm sorry to tell you, but your spoiler doesn't do anything. Yeah. This, is a, this is a purely cosmetic. <laughs> the, the governor on your car <laughs> yes. is, is, is doing more to keep your car on the ground <laughs> than that spoiler. <laughs> Oh. So, so that's kind of like my general impression of the uh, VS Code. Like even the visuals, like I, I visually I look at it and it's, you know, like the the font smoothing isn't quite there yet. Like it's 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 good, but it's like still relying too heavily on the operating system that it that it's installed on. Um, like the anti-aliasing isn't quite like perfect, and I just noticed yeah. those little pixel differences. You know what I mean? Like I think it, it part just of grates on me a little bit. Yeah, I can I can understand that. I mean, I think part of it for me, I mean, with it being all on a Mac, I mean, I don't really tend to notice that difference between, I mean, when, when I had it and Sublime literally side by side on screen and I'm staring at the two platforms and I'm like, I this is as good as I'm going to get, like in terms of a mirroring. Yeah. But uh, now there's just one of the biggest things that I think was what, what switched me over and I, I mean, I don't have any experience with uh, PHP storm, but the built-in terminal and the fact that it can actually run on my, uh, my Gish or whatever, the ZSH or ZSH. Oh, Z shell. Yeah. 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 So I have, I, did I tell you about my argument about why Z is correct and Z is wrong? I've yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Look, you can tell. We can... <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll tell it on an episode. We'll tell it. That's a good Z debate. Is, Z is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Zed is wrong. Just for anybody who says Zed, Zed is absolutely 100% wrong. The irony, now, what was the irony? Now, I read, and I read the, there's a, a oh yeah, and the British reason for saying Zed, which in, in turn is the Canadian reason for saying Zed, is because it's based on Zeta, which is the Greek where the letter came from. Except that English letters are not based on greek letters They're no based on arabic letters english is a gibberish language to begin with yeah it's a borrower language <laughs> it's it's what the hell is it's just on? a mishmash of everything 
parsing files. Oh, I must not have. I must not have opened this in a long time. Oh, actually, here I just read this. So it says here, the British and others pronounce Z Z owing to the origin of the letter Z in the Greek letter Zeta, which gave rise to the old French Zed which resulted in the English Z, and that would arguably be because of obviously, you know, French constant invasion of England and vice versa. Right, yes. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Which is pretty much all you learn in Canadian history. I and mean, you guys had revolutions and stuff, but we we had like a handful of guys that stood around and said, you wanna just be a country? Yeah, let's write a letter to a queen and say, can we just be a country? And queen's like, I don't care, go ahead. That's, I mean, I don't want to say there's nothing in Canada. No. Because there's a lot of beautiful stuff in Canada. There is. But it ain't no US of A. <laughs> ain't that the truth? <laughs> uh, we're like a drunk uncle that keeps feeling you up. <laughs> well, nothing will ever defeat. I told Cassandra your, um, your reference of uh, Miami. <laughs> as to what oh Miami yeah, is. yeah 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 and mm -hmm. she literally sat in the car with tears just pouring just that was cry so, laughing or was, crying because yeah, she was just cry ashamed. laughing because it was just so unexpected and yet so beautifully dramatic <laughs> yeah i just you know i have a way with words they're rough and it's gross but it's imaginative that's awesome so have you been enjoying uh, all the Laravel videos lately? The what selfie Laravel vids? Videos? So um, because of some jerk face making a video, I made a mock video of that jerk face. And then... No way. Yeah. Well, he deleted his video, but then YouTube? my video... No, no. It's all on Twitter. Twitter? Just, oh, yeah, I'm just posting yeah, the videos I, on Twitter. I just barely rejoined Twitter um, just to be... It's a barrage. It without being yeah. on it. That's probably smart and would yeah, be a better spending of like my time. Twitter, Twitter is, um, Twitter is the, uh, whatever alcohol is your weakness that turns you into an asshole. That's what Twitter is for everyone. That, I would so agree with that. Yeah. Twitter is like the thing that is, yeah, it just turns, it just turns every human being into an asshole and there's like, it's not their fault. It's no, it, it's, it's 255 characters. You yeah. cannot, come across as a thoughtful individual in 255 characters. I think what you have to treat, and this is, I've actually had a conversation with another friend of mine about this, where Twitter is a platform that you have to, you have to create a persona and you present that persona and, and you focus around a variety of things, but that that's what you're doing on it. It's a, it's a platform. It's not a, here's my entire, you know, antithesis, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it's is a, it the it's open a, source never sleeps thing? No, that was just tonight's video. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the third now. So I decided to start doing this video thing where um, every week I'm going to say thanks to just a random Laravel or PHP person who gives a lot, like who just gives a lot of you know effort and energy to the community. I saw the one you did. I, I actually liked that. Is that, a, is that a mockery? That one is not a mockery. 
the one the one with uh or where i mention uh michael and and jacob that one is legit but the previous video i did was a kind of a mock because somebody just you know was threatening to fight uh david hemphill and and matt stoffer and i'm like this is that's weird and so i made a mock like, video like just really truly trying to fight them or like just trying to get into a twitter beef with them threatening to fight them any given day what have you and then uh and, and so then i made a video kind of mocking this person by just saying you know that he oh, does a fantastic goodness. job in the community we all appreciate it you don't owe anybody anything let's just all have fun because really life is too short to waste energy on vendettas and stuff is it the guy that did the thing with his home walkthrough? Is that the guy that you mocked? No, no. J Mac did the, the home walkthrough as a joke to me because he has to message me. I'd argue every single Laravel release. He has to let me know like a couple oh, days right. in advance. You really need to get Laravel collective stuff pushed right. because Laravel collective literally sits on the, like the lowest back or like the furthest away back burner of my life. <laughs> Yes. With, with all the things. So it's like, you just take it one step at a time. And apparently, uh, what I didn't think through was because Laravel's now switched to Semver, um, it released 6.1, right? Which mm -hmm. obviously should be a no, no matter. But the packages were still following the pattern of well, I expect everything to be a patch release, not a minor and patch. Mm -hmm. So the package were kind of locked in on Laravel 6.0, not allowing for 6.1. So a patch release, and now they're fixed. But yeah, that had to happen. But yeah, it, it's a... You're like, you're active. You're a Twitter I, activity person. The last few days, I've been more active on Twitter than I ever have in like the totality of Twitter for me. And you want to know how many followers I've gained out of that that hardcore activity? Me? Like 20. 20? That's, that's <laughs> yeah. not bad. That's it's not, not bad. bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Making progress. I, uh, I think I have like three followers. I just don't even care. <laughs> I don't. I just, you know what? I, I've never been popular and I don't care about being popular. <laughs> and, and if I get too popular, yeah. I Is there like trouble? maybe there's something wrong with me. <laughs> you know, like maybe, maybe I'm not being honest enough with people. You gave in. Yeah. Like I like started came. like, maybe I'm just getting depressed or something. And people are like, <laughs> you're like, man, that guy's like a nice, quiet, thoughtful dude. And really in, yeah. internally, I'm just like, I'm just like screams internally. Right? <laughs> Maybe that's just like my life. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I hate this MacBook. <laughs> my my Bluetooth just turned off for no reason. This is why I was trying to use uh, my laptop. Yeah. Because the Bluetooth on my 2015 MacBook Pro with Arch, with Arch Linux installed on it <laughs> uh, and no Mac whatsoever. Um. And did my did my mic change? No. No, no, solid sound. I'm assuming <sighs> you're having a hard time hearing me at this point. 
No, you're fine. Oh, okay. You know what I need to do? Um, my my Bluetooth no, it turns off and then it comes right back on. Yeah. So I, so what I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna plug in. I'm just, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna jack in here. That's what I did because it's it's working a thousand times better, and that way I also don't have the same right conundrum. I yes. usually blame it on the reality of just the amount of Bluetooth things in my house, and one thing I have learned. Hold on, I can't just a sec. Hold on. While I, while I plug this in. Excuse me while I plug this in. Can you, can I hear I you? I can now? hear you. Okay, there we go. Cool, good. <laughs> so nice. I can, I can probably turn this Bluetooth off, but I won't yet. Okay. Noise canceling is cool. Uh, these, are, these are the cheapest headphones that you can probably get on Amazon. Uh, I used to have a good pair um, that were noise canceling, active yeah. noise canceling. They're only 50 bucks, same brand. Oh, wow. And this this part right here, like no joke, shattered like glass. Really? Yeah. One side went, and then I duct taped the the, the crap out of it, <laughs> and it was fine. Like I don't care. Like whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. I, I could give a shit about my tools. You know, like <laughs> as long as they fit on my head and, and work. Sound out of them. I'm I'm just it's golden. It might as well yeah. be dipped in gold. Um. <laughs> then the other side, the same thing happens. So I'm like, I even have black duct tape. So I black duct taped them. Naturally. Yeah. And then I was like, and I'm not like hard on my stuff. Like I take my headphones off. I do this. I go. Yeah. <laughs> like every day. Set them yeah. down nicely. I don't, I'm not like, oh, I'm all fine. I'm not throwing my headphones. <laughs> yeah, why, would, why would one take off headphones? <laughs> like I don't rage on my tools, you know? Like, I do not rage on my tools. Now I'm guilty. The only thing I'm guilty for in terms of a being a little more uh, let's just say liberal in my treatment of is my phone. And that is in the sense of like, if I walk into my bedroom, I'll just throw my phone at my bed, but that's because I'm really confident. It's just going to hit the bed and not move. Yeah. And the oddball time where it'll hit and bounce, my whole body just kind of implodes for a moment of like, Oh God, why? And then I get over it. Yeah. Because sometimes it's just the thought of having an excuse to get something new. I mean, maybe it is self-deprecating, but for, yeah. Any chance you have before you have children to buy some new thing that you enjoy, just take it. Yeah. <laughs> like, take it. <laughs> I will be... Uh, did I mention that these yeah. are the cheapest headphones you can buy? On <laughs> it, it was actually funny because my, my wife and I were talking about how, because I was saying to her, I'm like, all in all, I don't tend to really care too much about tech. Like, or not, I care, but I don't care enough to, I have to have the latest phone and the latest this, the latest that. Mm -hmm. And the irony of that is that this particular year, I pretty much got all new equipment. Uh, like new monitor. I got a Mac mini to replace an old Mac mini. I got nice. a new iPad. I, I, I dumped a lot of money into electronics this year. And it's, it's just kind of funny because the next year, inevitably, there's a few things I was going to get. Like I want to get the new Bose headphones. And then these will be graduating to travel only headphones mm. because they work so awesome on airplanes 
and it seems like nobody does conferences in Canada, so I have to fly to every conference if I want to go to any. So uh, it is baby, what it is. Baby monitor, I gotta plug it in. Naturally. There we go. Um yeah, I that's that's like where my um what headphones? I, I was using another pair of headphones and they were going to become my travel headphones. And um, then like those headphones I bought that I like that shattered on both sides, I duct taped them up. Finally, I took, I took them off one day and right where it turns, it just broke. On the swivel or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Right on the swivel. Like the actual, like it didn't like pop out. It just like, like the actual pin that swivels snapped. <laughs> And uh, I was like, I was, I just like. Like they couldn't uh, spring for metal. I spiked them into the trash like a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. After a touchdown, I just like. That's just awesome. Them. So actually, interesting story here. I'm going to start slowly, maybe learning more about football. And by football, I mean, most likely Canadian football. And I don't mean soccer. Yeah. Because um, my cousin uh, got a like got a job with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, which is one of the, I think I want to say like six, I think there's six football teams in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he can get me tickets at a reasonable price. Nice. I uh, I am not a sports person. My, oh, my, in my general, wife, I'm not. <laughs> my wife is a sports person. Um, she so? really enjoys the American football. Oh. Um. I enjoy the regular football uh, on occasion. Soccer. I, yes, I enjoy okay. watching uh, the uh, the Spurs are a fun team to watch. They never really get to the top of Barclays, but they end up like sixth generally. Okay. And so it's fun to watch them play, especially like against like Arsenal or, or uh, uh, oh gosh. <laughs> like Swansea or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, okay. like teams that are also like kind of good, but kind of not good. Like it's really right. entertaining to watch those games because like everybody's given their all, like they're, they're yeah. like their top half teams, like top 10 teams. And they're, they're like all like, they're pushing for that, like number four slot, you know, like <laughs> none of them are going to be number one, Yeah, um, but they're, they're, they're playing hard for that number four slot. Um, I like that. Or uh, we have a lot of, um, like MLS has become fairly big over the last probably eight years here. Okay. Um, there's a team that started in Orlando that I followed when it was the uh, IFL, the internet or the yeah international football league, I think it was like a minor okay. leagues sort of football. And um, uh, they were really good. They were champions like three years in a row or two years in a row. Um, okay. And they were the uh, Orlando city lions. And they um, managed to get the MLS, like whatever the charter, um, to have an MLS team, which is like the pro soccer league here in America, or US, I always say America, but you're technically in America. Um, So is Brazil on a technicality. That's true. When I talk to Luis, I do that too. I say the US instead of America because he's technically in America, South America, but America. A very um, different version. <laughs> yes, a very much different version of America. It is it is it is uh, going into spring there. Um, but 
I guess, anyway. yeah, because south of the equator. Yeah. South of the equator. Oh, that's so... See, I have I'm an reminded. aunt in Australia. Yeah. So I get to hear all, like, and she'll come up for uh, Christmas and stuff like that every so often. And uh, it's it's always just weird to hear just how hot it is there all the time. And I'm like, I, I don't think I could actually live there. I, w- I will visit. Happily, I would visit below below the equator, but I could not live there. My body is so in tune to cold that it just is what it is. Yes. I actually think that I could survive and thrive in Canada because I, I say this, everyone, the perfect temperature, um, and I'm going to speak in Fahrenheit and feet. Um, my favorite temperature is 27 degrees Fahrenheit, which is somewhere around negative two degrees Celsius, I believe. Fahrenheit to Celsius. That is negative two. Yes. Negative 2.7. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the perfect temperature because it's just below freezing. Um, yes. But it's not so freezing that like you're, if you sweat, you're going to be really uncomfortable because the sweat's going to like freeze in your armpit. I would say, so now, now there's a, there's a difference of humidity and things like that. Now I would say for myself here in, in Southern Ontario where I am, uh, eight degrees celsius which is about 46.4 degrees fahrenheit now that is perfect for me because that is if it's if it's a little extra humid that day for some reason you could actually get down to a t-shirt and a pair of pants you really could yeah and you'd be okay with that with eight but generally you're gonna wear it like a cardigan or a sweater or something and you're just a little more cozy when you're in that extra warm layer you know and you got a couple layers yeah feels better I definitely can agree with that because like when it's in the forties, when it's like, yeah, like you said, like eight degrees, it's, um, it's definitely like t-shirt and jeans kind of weather. If you're yeah. like, you're in the sun, which is really nice, but I will, I, I will, I'll take that and I'll raise you a, when it's like negative two degrees out, let's just speak in Celsius and meters now. Sure. <laughs> um, when it's like negative two, negative three out, right. You have to wear a jacket, even if it's just like a hoodie. That's true. And, and everywhere you go has the heat on. So when you step inside, it's like this really toasty yeah. kind of feeling. You know what I mean? Like being outside isn't necessarily maybe as much fun to be active in. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it is because there's uh, snow. There's snow. And like you can do anything in snow. That's true. You can do a lot of things in snow. I mean, some people hate snow. I, I, I grew up in Florida, so the sun is like kryptonite to me i just like <laughs> I, so, I i avoid it at most um, on mo- at, mo- at most cost yeah like i like i have this like thing on my arm right there that's like starting to get weird from the sun <laughs> and like i had like i think it was over here it's really stupid i i should show you some pictures i went to the dermatologist on january 1st or 2nd of okay. 2018 Okay. My wife was like 37 weeks and we were thinking like, whatever, I got a few weeks before my daughter's coming. I'll get this stuff lasered off my face. Cause I had like a bunch of spots that I mm-hmm. need to get taken care of. Um, because I used to surf and I just like didn't care and didn't wear sunscreen. And my face was just like brown spots all over the place. Right. So I was like, just lays my face. I don't care. I'm not a vain person. And on top of that, I'm not going to need to take any pictures for like at yeah. least a few weeks. I'll heal up by then. 
uh, no joke, two days later, my wife gives birth to our daughter. And <laughs> um, so I'm like in the hospital with like red spots all over, like yeah. scabs all over my face, <laughs> like taking pictures. And it's just like, of course, of course, this is my, this is my life. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But anyway. Uh, I yeah. fun, another funny another funny aspect to that too is that I was actually wearing the same exact shorts and shirt uh, when I had to rush my wife to the hospital when my sons were born, <laughs> as um, as I was when I had to rush my wife to the hospital when my daughter was born. So in both pictures, like in both sets of pictures, I'm wearing yeah. like the same like <laughs> tie dye shirt I got from a brewery. I'm like, so like, what you're saying is you have high quality clothing that lasts for a decent amount of time. I have medium quality clothing that I can't <laughs> afford to replace. <laughs> so I just keep wearing it and hope that it doesn't get too many holes or that the holes are in like the armpit where nobody's going to like see it. Plus I work from home. So that's like an added bonus. Yeah. I like, there are weeks where I don't even drive. Oh yeah. Oh, well, it was funny. Um, so because you know, my wife and I are moving. We posted a bunch of stuff on Facebook market and a few other places to just get rid of things because the house we're moving into is significantly smaller than the one we're in now. And, uh, her and I carried everything out into the garage and we had these, these random people showing up to take stuff. And all of them kept asking me like, Oh, well, did you take the day off work? I'm like, nah, work, work from home. And they're like, well, that's a pretty good deal. I'm like, yeah, I don't really drive very often anymore. And some days like there'll be like four days where I wouldn't leave the house. Cause why I have yeah. food in the fridge. I got jobs done. Mm -hmm. And, and you realize after a while, it's like, I, I need to get out of the house. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's good for me to get out and move and see the world. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, there's always pros and cons, but yeah. Yeah, it's like a, a lot of days I will actually request that I go run and grab coffee for my wife and I because just like to get in the car and drive somewhere. Yeah. Even though it's like, I mean, it's like five minutes away. Yeah. Like five minutes back. And then I just like, I take 30 minutes to do it. <laughs> Most, mostly because the new Tool album, all the songs are so long. Oh, okay. Um. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy how little I get out of the house unless it's like to do something. Yeah. I mean, in general, I won't, I won't leave just for the sake of leaving. Right. Because right. generally, like, why would you do that? That doesn't really make any mm -hmm. sense. But um, lately, like, so in general, I, I, I don't drive very often because of work from home, but then because we're moving, it's like an hour and a half away from this house. So this past week and a bit, every other day, we're driving out to the house to do a little thing here, a little thing there, organize this, organize that, just drag some stuff with us so that, you know, a moving, our official moving day just runs a little smoother and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And I'm like, I'm blowing three hours a day driving. And I mean, it's lovely because it's time my wife and I just get to sit and talk, but like three hours is just, it reminds me of my commuter days. And those yeah. were like, just so soul crushing every day. 
I, I commend those who can do it because I don't think I could ever go back. It, it's too, like, it's so mentally draining and just, mm-hmm. I, I mean, even with a good podcast, it's, you hit yeah. a break, you hit a break point where it's like, I just can't, nope, nothing, no more mm-hmm. new information for the day. I'm checking out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy because, um, before I did this, I was, uh, like a regional, um, like plant, uh, like, like a regional plant manager, like plants, like that you grow. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know it's like a plant manager, like a, like I'm Homer Simpson, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or Homer's <laughs> boss or whatever. But, uh, I used to work for a plant farm and um, we all had like these regions throughout Florida. Um, Okay. And so it like Florida is a gigantic state Um, to, to, to like drive from like the bottom of Miami or like the keys or something and get to Georgia, which is like the next state North takes like 12 hours. Yeah. Um, Like it's insane how long it takes. Um, So I lived in Orlando and, um, I had to drive like for my first stop was like two and a half hours um, up this way to Lake city. Yeah. And then like, and then I, I had this route where I'd go to like Ocala and then like Lakeland and um, like a couple other little, you know, other spots. And then I'd go back up the other side of the coast and the whole day would like take nine hours or 10 hours or something like that to drive okay. from like store to store, to store, to store, uh, keeping stock on trip on plants and stuff like that. So I listened to like a ton of podcasts all yeah, the time. I can imagine. And it never really bothered me until, um, I think my last, the last place I worked where I went in like two or three days a week and it wasn't a bad drive. It was like 45 minutes. Um, I mean in, in Florida, everything is an hour away. Uh, to get from one side of Orlando to the other side of Orlando is like two hour drive. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. Um, I mean, to get through Toronto, if you count the greater Toronto area versus just the the core city of Toronto, that's probably on a good day. I'd say you could get through Toronto in 20 minutes because there's a, there's a major highway that runs straight through the center of it. Now, otherwise, you yeah. have to go north of it, and then that's 401, which is terrible, which, ironically, the major highways in Ontario are all the 400 series, so we actually have a, a highway called 404. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and we have the 400, yes. 404. We don't have a 419 that would I know be, of. That would be cool. It would be cool but, if it was shaped like... Actually. Yeah. Um, we actually, funny enough, in Orlando, um, we had uh, I-4, which is the interstate that runs, um, it actually runs like north-south, but it's technically an east-west highway because it runs okay. from Tampa, which is on the east coast, up to Daytona on the west coast. But it's like, it's like this. Okay. Um, oh, so I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it kind of, like whenever it, you go in Orlando, north, you're like whatever. I'm going to head north and I'm going to yeah. get on I-4 to go that way. Okay. Um, now I-4 will, will, will take you maybe 45 minutes to get from the Southern part 
where like Universal and Disney are, mm. which is technically like Celebration and um, Kissimmee, um, not Orlando, but it's considered like the greater Orlando area. Okay. All the way up to, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, I'm totally spacing, Sanford. So Sanford okay. is like, we wouldn't consider Sanford a part of Orlando, but it's kind of like when you get to Sanford, you're, you're done with Orlando. And that takes, oh, okay. that takes about 45 minutes to an hour. If it's like light traffic, stuff like that, yeah. but heavy traffic, it's going to take you a couple hours. Yeah. It's but anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. And the it, only... oh, what I was going to say, funny enough, uh, all of the um, like paid toll roads around Orlando yeah. are all 400 as well. So That's there's funny. a, there's a, there's a 401 that goes like this way. Okay. Like I four is like this and 401 goes like this. Oh, okay. And then there's like a 422 over here. <laughs> See the one, the one that's, uh, the one I use all the time, which is the 407 in, in Canada or in Ontario specifically. That's our like one, I want to say the, like probably one of the only, uh, toll roads. We generally don't have any Gesundheit um the fact you got mute on that is impressive i have a oh, do you I have, have a space mute hockey oh clever um yeah so the the 407 which, yeah i think is the only toll road in all of ontario well I, I don't know of all ontario but a lot of it um if you actually look at 407 http request it's authentication required mm -hmm. so that's kind of ironic in a way because I have a little box in my car that'll just beep when I drive on and off of it. So it's like, ah, oh. but the nice thing is, is that I know every time that that thing beeps, it's like, I just saved $11 because <laughs> that's, that's what they charge. Well, it may not be that much, but it's pretty close to do the photos of your license plate to then send you the bill and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's unreal. We just got one of those um, like toll lanes um, okay. by us and it's taken like a couple of years for them to build it, but it essentially, I mean, it's not as expensive, but right now they'll, uh, it's like they charge you from exit to exit. Yeah. So Same. it's like, um, it'll be like 50 cents or 48 cents or whatever. If you for have their transponder mile or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, it's the yeah. same for us. And then, and then for, if, if they have to like, f like take a photo and send you the bill, it's like a dollar. Yeah, so I'll just take the same thing, but then times 10 on all the prices. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Canada. Um, it's just times 10 on all the prices. <laughs> like houses. <laughs> well, that's like times two, but <laughs> there's this funny Instagram I follow, which is like buy cheap houses or these cheap old houses and stuff like that. And I saw one that was in New York State for uh, $29,000 and it's a giant farm on four acres of land with two barns and everything else. And I'm like, I want it just to have it. Like I wouldn't care if the house collapsed the next day cause, cause like you could put anything there. Mm -hmm. you, you could make it a trailer park. You could make it a, a Woodstock festival <laughs> and just, let people be crazy and but like that's just so like it's such a tiny amount of money that it, it's kind of mind-boggling to me um but I, I love that sort of stuff 
it, mm-hmm. it, it surprises me just how how much things can shift in such a small distance yeah um because even like when my wife when my wife and i bought a house it's house prices are are reasonable but like you drive 30 minutes south and they just like it's it's a hard curve in the growth rate of -hmm. those house prices and stuff yeah And, and that just seems unnatural to me it's it's very very similar here like where i live is considered kind of like the country Mm. um even though they're trying to modernize the actual area that we live in um it's considered like out in the country right um but if you travel like 45 minutes south to the south side of charlotte there's this area called ballantyne and i'm telling you like no matter what neighborhood you're in down there uh this same exact house would probably be to 250,000 more. Yeah. Uh, just because it's there. Location. Yeah. And, um, and that's, and it's so unreal to me because it's like, but like even in, you take Toronto as another example. I mean, like, I don't, I, my wife and I were talking about how, how you ta- like, we gave myself a, a, a specific number. It's like, if you're willing to pay me a salary of this insane number, I will move to Toronto. Yeah. But it's, it's an insane number to convince me to go back there. Cause it's like, you're talking yeah. about a like million dollars for condos. Yeah. These are, and they're not that big. Um, my, uh, a friend of mine does real estate in downtown Toronto and he'll post these Instagram shots and stuff of houses or sorry, not houses, condos. And it's like, you have no locker, you get one parking space. And it was, what was the one was really funny to me because it was 589,000 for a one bedroom, 568 square foot condo. No joke. No parking, no locker. That is insane. We're on the fourth floor, which then constitutes, so do you... Do you have an elevator? Like, can you take an elevator? Because, right. like, is the building only four floors? What's what's the relationship there, right? Because right. it, it was just that's jarring the mind to think that. Yeah, it, that's that, that seems unnatural. Like, it's crazy. Know. That's crazy. Yeah, it like, is. It's like to. That, that they can get away that the people want that well it the, seems the, unreal to me it it kind of is but the bottom line like what it boils down to is it's supply and demand and there's just not enough housing in toronto for the amount of jobs in toronto and then with every single company wanting everybody to show up in the office because apparently you get more work done there which isn't true in most cases yeah um you just waste more of everybody's time in the process. Uh, like I, I had a company I was talking to recently that uh, was, they're, they're hiring someone for a lead developer position in their company and they want them to come into the office to, you know, coach the younger, you know, more early level devs and stuff like that. And it's like, I can coach you just fine over Slack. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's far more efficient, far more direct 
and there's no embarrassing moments of, oh yeah, I shamed you in front of the crowd of people, or I was in a bad mood that day and I lashed out for no stupid, like for the dumbest of reasons. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I think that if you're a productive person, you're going to be productive. Precisely. And if you're not a productive person, you're not going to be productive. And it doesn't matter whether you're in the office or not in the office. There was a guy that we worked with that like, he would just like, if he didn't want to be productive, he just wasn't productive. Right. He'd just come and stand by your desk and talk to you about things. And, and, and honestly, I felt less productive in an office than out than in my own office by my, like working on my own. Right. And I mean, I, I will say there's a learning curve and I think that some businesses aren't willing to take that, that step, that learning yeah. curve for their employees. But I feel like the, the benefit after the fact is like far greater than any benefit you could possibly come up with in an office setting. Right. I mean, for instance, like all the overhead yeah. of air conditioning and internet and <laughs> you know, desks just, and yeah. all the BS that goes the along with The building alone like, is yeah. just ridiculous. But just the overhead of a, of a, of a location is, I mean, you Throw can just insurance write that. into that. Yes. You just, just write that completely off because yeah. everybody's working from home. Yeah. And as long as you have a really solid infrastructure of communication and an expectation for those, like those modes of communication. Yeah. That are, I mean, like, I don't think it's unreasonable. It's the same exact rules you'd have in an office. Yeah. And once people get used to, like, like I'm at work. There's, there's, there's obviously a, a little bit more lax, um, uh, sort of rules as far as working from home. But I also think yeah. that there's more of an expectation to be more available. Right. So, well, like, I mean, it's what, a give like, and take even within our system, right? There's a general, like, you're going to be somewhat available between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Somewhere in that range is when you're going to most likely get your work done. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll quite randomly have late nights of work, and that's just because I bought a house, and that apparently is sucking up every normal business hour of my life. Um but that's just kind of the way it goes. And like, it's just, oh, it's all unreal. And I'm, and I'm just I'm very grateful for the whole process because yeah. this would be, I don't feel like it would be doable if I was working a daytime, like a, a you know, an in office day job. I just don't think yeah. moving an hour and a half away would be that feasible. Because mm -hmm. I'd be pulled away every five minutes to have to deal with something or, or just literally leave the house or leave the office. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just like, like my, my, just like the situation that my wife and I are in with the three kids, we don't have any family nearby. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's really nice that I can actually take like a 30 or 45 minute lunch yeah. and like walk out that door and be with my wife and kids, able to help her wrangle them, get them on at the table, get them lunch, help her get them at least upstairs and ready for nap time, if not in bed at nap time. Right. Um, 
And then at five o'clock, like today, she's like, hey, do you want to make dinner or do you want me to make dinner? And then you can just come up and hang out with the kids. Um, and I told her, I'm like, well, it sounds like you've had sort of a rough day with them. Like, why don't I just come up and hang out with them and you can get a little bit of a break and cook dinner, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that sounds great to me. Yeah. So I like walked out that door and walked upstairs and boom, I'm like hanging out with my family and my wife yeah. just gets started on, you know, our, our teamwork, our, you know, our marital teamwork. Of, Naturally. Of splitting, you know, divide and conquer. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's like, you can't do that if you work at an office. If I, if I worked at an office, I would be gone at, you know, six, six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning so that I could be there at eight o'clock. Yeah. And then, you know, I wouldn't be able to leave until five o'clock. And then if I did that, I would be like the guy that only shows up when we're supposed to be there. Yeah. You know, eight to five with it. And then I'd, you know, with an hour lunch or whatever, you know, whatever it might be. And, uh, and yeah, and uh, you know, it just wouldn't offer the flexibility or all the benefits that, no. and like then, but, but then again, it's like, you know, like I just got pinged, um, you know, to, cause we got some administrative tasks that I needed to do. And it's like, you know, whatever, it's 1030 at nighttime and I'm going to pop in, do this task and yeah. be done. And it's yeah. like, you know, whatever I'm working and it's 1030. Yeah. But, but whatever, like I've got so many benefits uh, right. outside of like getting pinged at 1030. Like, Hey, can you finish this up really quick? Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm more than happy to take the, you know, so-called irregular requests of my time because I need and and I benefit the most from that flexibility of like, I don't, I, I just can't work this afternoon because I got to get stuff to the new house or I got to mm -hmm. go meet my lawyer or whatever. Right. It, it's yeah. I, I'm, I'm always stupefied by this, this whole <laughs> situation because it's, it's, like I have so many other friends that, that still work the nine to five, go into the offices and stuff like that. I'm like, I just can't, I, I don't, I don't think I could do that again. Yeah. It's not the same. I mean, like maybe for like a, like a few months on a project, that'd be interesting, but <laughs> yeah, not, we, not full time. Yeah. My, my wife and I were actually, Amanda and I were talking <laughs> about this in the, in the car over the weekend because, or no, where were we? Um, I must've been watching TV because I think it was like a commercial for Indeed, right? Oh, where... those are terrible commercials. <laughs> yes. I hate them. The one where the dad is like, the girl goes to the door and, and then the dad opens the door or something. And then it's like, maybe you don't have to break your promise now, dad. And it's like, that's a death thing terrible. to say. Like, geez, Poor guy may have to move because of his job, but no, apparently indeed save the day. <laughs> like, come on. Well, it's like, I, what was the one I saw? It was like this, uh, this guy, gray hair, gray beard, and he had like a box of stuff and he's walking out. Uh, like it, it appears as though he's walking out of an office. Like he got fired. Right. The voiceover's like, well, you knew this day would come and like it was looming over you and all this other, it's like, Oh yeah, he's old and he's getting fired, you know, because yeah. he's old and some young guy who wants less money took his position or whatever. 
but he's not walking out of an office he's walking into the office you knew this day would come where you'd get promoted and and it's like this whole goofy role reversal like oh we thought we were talking about this but now we're really talking about that yeah and i'm like okay thanks but anyway it got me thinking because it's like his desk it was like a mr robot style you know like okay where he sat like at a big long table and it was like a cubicle like it wasn't cubicle right it was like workstation 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 and i was just like i looked at my wife i'm like i don't think i could work like that yeah <laughs> like having somebody like sitting like rubbing my elbows i just no i mean i've worked in i've worked in my hand like a handful of offices i've, I've done that i was like I want to say like six years of that or so mm-hmm. it's fine in a lot of cases i was fine there's like enough space between me and the person i mean it's fundamentally it's this desk which i have now which is like six feet or something mm-hmm. wide so then you know you have to reach quite a distance to get to that other person but it's the it, it's the difference of like I've got my conversations happening over here. You know, here's what I'm paying attention to and, and whatever. And it's like, is that, that's not really anybody else's business. Right. What it is and how I go about my process. As long as I get the work done and the work being done is good quality or, you know, up to par, so to speak. Right. I, I don't, it seems weird to have people sitting together, it, like you're not collaborating in that time frame, Right. And, and attempting to cause collaboration when you need to be focusing is pretty much the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It's like, like even, even with, um, with my wife and stuff like that, I'll tell her sometimes I'm like, I'm going to go zone in really focused. So, you know, unless it's like really important, I need to kind of just be in my own space. And even then I'll sit here and listen to like rain sounds Mm -hmm. because it's like, I need something that is just mindless sound to drown out the whole world so I can retain all this stuff in my head. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I get what you mean for sure. I, I've, I've always been like really, um, kind of like curious about that situation where um people listen to like noises okay um i've never i but i get it i get it i i actually it's weird i don't i don't know if i want to go into it (laughs) i listen to things but it has to be a lot more complex like it's got to be like it's got to be like um like overstimulation overstimulation uh, like make me hyper focus you know what i mean like yeah yeah yeah. So like, i'll mean. have like music on like it's funny because sometimes my wife comes in and this this is what i look like right here i have a pair of earbuds on like underneath, underneath. yeah like the, like <laughs> oh that's the wrong one but like, so like a my, dual layering sound i am like i'm like i'm like hyper layering sound i'm like this with like my earbuds 
but yeah. she doesn't she doesn't see them like under my beard it'll be like this when my <laughs> beard is bigger and she'll like start she'll be like oh hey and i'll i'll take these off <laughs> and she'll start talking but then like i'll have white earbuds in too <laughs> and she just looks at me she's like what are you doing i'm like yeah. i'm listening to music and i'm listening to a seminar on youtube like <laughs> yeah and, and i and i'm like i'm i'm like reviewing the architecture of you know this uh this system so that to make sure that it's like sound from yeah. all sides. Yeah, I used to so one of the things that that I got into a habit of is I would put on documentaries mm. and I would have documentaries playing while I would work. And I found there's a variety of them that work really well with that. And then there's some formats that just don't where they kind of just dump facts on you in a really dry way and there's no pauses or anything. Uh, to have music kind of come in and just kind of hold the moment. Mm-hmm. And and then I just kind of get jumbled up because I, I have a real big issue with hearing. If I'm hearing words, I can't read what I'm seeing well. Oh, I see what you mean. It, it yeah. kind of all just jumbles in my brain and I'm like, I can't tell one part to stop so that I can let the other part do its job. Yeah. And so hence the rain sounds and just obviously like any form of classical and stuff like that right is what i tend to have playing um but even classical music sometimes can be just as distracting when it's something where it's like i'm trying to retain all these things and then like the weirdest you know sound portion will come in it'll be like you know some i don't know high pitched sound or something yeah and it's like you just made me lose my focus okay switch to rain or something that's that's just null of any excitement and is just a way for me to not hear other weird sounds in a kind of rhythmic way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it's interesting. There's still sometimes where I can do documentaries, but it's like, I already have to have it. It, it works best if I know what I'm supposed to build if I'm trying to figure out what to build less so. Yeah. I I think that's exactly like what you're describing as far as um, like how the voices, like when, when you hear uh, like words, it's like jumbles with the words you're reading. Yeah. And I think that's what exactly what makes me focus because okay. it makes my, it, it like occupies the part of my brain, like, wants to think about just random crap yeah and it makes it like it makes that part of my brain work really hard to shut out all the voices right so that i like hyper focus on the words in front of me and um and that's how i like i think that's the way that i like form my best mental maps right but i've also been like doing really complex api work for a long time and i think that helps with the whole like architecting a mental or like creating a mental map from the architecture thing. Right. Um, I think like certain parts of what we do are like lend itself better to, to certain aspects of what we do. You know what I mean? Like, right. like I, like I had, I've had to bother J, uh, Jason enter so many times this week with just <laughs> JavaScript. Just, yeah. I hate JavaScript so much. <laughs> it's like, I just really hate it. Um, and and he like swoops in and he doesn't really like, I wouldn't say that he 
um, like, I don't know that it's the exact problem that he's helping me solve, you right. know, not that he can't or that he doesn't have the capability or whatever like that, but I don't know that we actually get into the actual problem solving of the problem right. as much as it is like, hey, how do I just take like this one index out of this array? Right. Um, is it splice? Like, what, like, is it slice or is it splice? And what are the arguments? Right. You know, um, that's what we did today. And it's just like, um, like data manipulation is fairly easy, but then you get into JavaScript and it just like goes all to hell. So it's like all your conventions just kind of go poof. Yeah. Everything that like, you think you knew. Yeah. Well, I, I remember because I was playing around with the splice thing at one point with JavaScript. And then I found there's this like view uh, remove thing or something where you could tell it to actually delete an index. Oh, yeah. So they have it built into the view core. And I'm like, ooh, interesting. That's now my best friend. So whenever I have to do that, because like otherwise you'd normally just be like, unset this thing and you're done. But no, not in the lovely world of. JavaScript, Interesting. But. I, I like that. The only, the, my, I guess my only question would be is when you remove that item from the array in view, does it, um, does it re-index the array? So like you have like, you know, zeroth, first, second, third, fifth, you yeah, know, fourth, I, fifth. I want to say yes. Like remove three. Does it re-index four and five as three and four? I want to say yes. Okay, that's because that's that's like what my desired behavior was. That's what splice will do, actually. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure all it is fundamentally is just like an wrapper. extra, like a little wrapper function on top of the splice, but more, you know, cohesive in its terminology. Can I just say that as much as I hate JavaScript, Lodash is like a beautiful library. Indeed. I love Lodash. Uh, whoever made Lodash, um, like, I will buy them infinite beers. Um, just because, like, I've used Lodash so many times. I've imported Lodash into projects just because I don't want to deal with JavaScript. Yeah. Um, Who is the original author? Uh, John David Dalton. John David Dalton. Yeah. That's Wikipedia, anyway. I'm going to get his name tattooed on me somewhere. <laughs> JDD. <Yeah>. JDD. <laughs> oh, J Dalton on Twitter. I like uh, his location. Own opinions. Population me. That's funny. I'm always worried about... <laughs> kind of getting back to like what people might actually find interesting about a podcast where two developers just shoot the shit. <laughs> um, because I'm sure that like, I don't know, some of the things we've talked about are completely uninteresting. Um, oh yeah. But uh, I'm always like, I mean, this is probably just like a life lesson for me, but um, I always don't know when I should or where, where, where's the line, you know, like mm. I'm a representative of my agency or whatever, but like, I don't want to put them on blast on a podcast. So I probably won't talk right. about the name. Right. But if you go to my Twitter, it's going to tell you that like, yeah. I'm a magical leprechaun at 
my agency. Yeah. Um, but then again, like, should I be calling myself the magical leprechaun? Is that my title? Or can I be funny? You I, know, like, I think it, you know, I think it, it's like, I mean, it, of course it depends on like who your boss is and like what the expectations are and so forth and so on. But yeah, I mean, I try to think of it in terms of like, uh, who, what's the audience you're talking to in that particular moment, like something like a podcast. It's like, I don't have a problem telling them who I work with or who I work for stuff like that. Cause in the end, my profile says it all the variety of profiles that I have online. Um, I don't really feel any reason to, to hide that. Um, I think it, it's a matter of being clear that it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I may work for that company, but I don't know everything about what they do. I'm not a representative of them and their, like the business choices because I'm so beyond low on the totem pole. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't just be like, Oh, well, yeah. So clearly I'll tend to that matter in the morning. Um, <laughs> so it's, it, it's, I, I get what you're coming at or I get where you're coming from though, because it, it's a challenge to know if you're, let's say you're bad mouthing, I don't know pick a thing the challenge becomes like well if i bashed let, okay so here's a perfect example let's say i bashed uh the experience i was having with a client right of said agency mm -hmm. um and i'm saying like oh yeah it was hard with this client because this thing didn't work and that thing didn't work well what happens if that client listens to the podcast right or gets or has a friend who's a developer who listened to the podcast and then says, Hey, were they talking about you guys? Did you screw them over with this or not, like not pay them? It's, there's a, there's a challenge in that because podcast sharing anyway, is kind of just like that casual free chat. Right. Right. So it's kind of like, is what it is, I guess. Yeah. It's almost like you bump into somebody and you can overhear them in a bar. It's kind of the way I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like also with Twitter, you know, like with, with it, I guess, I guess that's where it, where it comes back to like, it's like what's appropriate for the medium that you're on. Yeah. Um, and it all boils down to like what, cause like, are you the proprietor? Like, are you an independent contractor or do you work for an agency that's contracted to the, so, the, the people we both work for? <laughs> so i have my own company right which is what it all goes through right so it all just pools into my corporation along with my other clients and stuff like that and then i just take my flat salary and right do the rest uh but yeah i because i got brought on as a as a contractor and then i did it with personal income and then realized how much of a bad idea that was within like two months mm -hmm. and then uh, paid a, a crap ton of taxes that year. <laughs> like a ridiculous amount of taxes. Yeah. I, uh, I was, uh, I used to do um, custom architectural mold work oh. and I was an independent contractor doing that. And um, that was a terrible tax year for me. <laughs> yeah. I owed a lot of money. <laughs> it, it can hit you hard. Yeah. And you kind of wish somebody would say, you probably don't want to do this sidebar. Yeah. Just I know. Yeah. It's, 
Yes. Like funnel it through anything because yes. that would be better. Mm-hmm. Oh, Twitter. Thank you for giving me color options. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I gave up on dark. I'm like, eh, it doesn't feel right. Dark? No dark mode. They have two dark modes. Oh, do they now? They have they like used a, to just have one. They have like night mode, and then they have uh, I don't know how to get back to where I was. Um, it's like ultra dark mode. Maybe I'll like that more. Display. Oh, dim, and then lights out. Yeah, lights out. Lights out is like the AMOLED black. That's I, I actually yeah I'm I'm down with this. That's what um, like I um the the pixel that I have um <clears throat> actually the dark mode that they're implementing is made for like the AMOLED screen where it's like a mm. true black instead yeah. of like a dark gray, which I oh, really okay. dig. Yeah, like I've got a so I have the LG 5K monitor mm-hmm. from Apple, um or sold on the Apple Store. And this this screen is just beyond crisp and breathtaking, and I love it. Um, I'm pretty okay with 27-inch screens. I don't really see a reason to go much bigger than that. It feels like I'd have to move my head more. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's what mine is. Mine's either 23 or 27. Yeah. I used to have a, a Dell that I bought from a fire sale. That one was kind of cool. But again, it was just blah visually. Yeah. But I that's, have been uh, that's duly exactly impressed what I'm using this. is a blood Dell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are what they are. <laughs> Sometimes they're good, but like we had uh, so because so my old business partner, he and I, uh, we bought a whole bunch of this stuff from a, a fire sale with this little company that went out of business, and we bought these. Uh, 43 inch monitors as well which you can apparently have four import like four uh inputs and you can tell the screen to splice into four separate screens so you could have like stock trading that's really different yeah it's really neat concept but that's if you really just need to digest a crap ton of information as a developer i'm like i really i don't like I could see it being cool if it was imagine imagine like a panoramic of three, that would be cool. Yeah. But but a, a square with two here, two there. No, that's weird. No, that's weird to me. I would be cool with that if. Now, can you span a window over two? Like, I don't know. Virtual monitors. I don't know. It, it, it's it'd be it'd be really cool in this case. Uh, this quadrant. Mm-hmm. is um, like this quadrant and this quadrant is all your browser. Yeah. So you see like below the fold. Yeah. And then like this quadrant is your text editor or yeah. whatever, your IDE. And then this quadrant is your terminal. Yes. That might be like, you know, just like, just like, cause you could like, you know, work here, work here. And then yeah. you know, like scroll and check things out over here. I don't know. I, I think there's some possibilities there. I'm actually really curious to see with uh, with Catalina, the new Mac OS, mm-hmm. and it's new, um, like you can share it with the iPad and stuff like that. 
or you can, you can bridge with the iPad as a second screen. Um, I'm actually going to try taking Slack and putting it onto my iPad. So then I end up with another screen over here because I have my MacBook Pro. Because then I could actually keep that as like databases and stuff like that. Because like I said, one of the reasons I love uh, VS Code so much is because my terminal's built right in. Mm -hmm. And like the amount of time that saves me just from having to type Git stuff all the time. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have been, I, I, some of the people I work with have been slowly convincing me to get a 4k monitor because they oh, use this 4k monitor where it's like they, they do the quadrants thing or they do like, they, they basically just set up their windows, however they want them to be set up. Um, and I, I I'm starting to dig it a little bit. Yeah. Um, like I'm generally a full screen person. So I mean, in, in more often than not, I mean, I've got Chrome full screen and I've yeah. got VS Code full screen and I'll toggle between them because yeah. it goes so fast on the trackpad and stuff like that. And that's the other thing. I switched over to using the trackpad, uh, the Apple one, because I'm mm -hmm. like, I can't do the mice anymore. Uh, my wrist was starting to get all like cranky yeah. and just like the weirdest of things. And I don't care if you get those like fancy ergonomical guru -y, that that just seems odd and seems misplaced but like trackpad multiple fingers in elegant movements just seems like duh right <laughs> i used the trackpad for a little while but i was finding that i would have to do like a couple of swipes to get the mouse to wherever i wanted it to be and, uh, the and it lacked a lot of precision um i could see that and uh and it's just difficult um, not that I even use the mouse very much either because everything that I do is mostly keyboard shortcuts. I, not to get back on the VS code thing, but the, the, the keyboard shortcuts thing really chaps me <laughs> where it counts when it comes to like anything that I use. If there's no keyboard shortcuts, <laughs> see ya. You know, like Todoist, that's, yeah. my, that's my app. Cause it's like, oh, okay. I, I, I have like a keyboard shortcut that brings up my Todoist list, my T. Yeah. Right. And then I've got uh, like, you bring up T, you type Q and boom, you're like quick, t quick adding tasks and everything. Like as you type, you can use different symbols to like sort it for you, mm. and add tags and put it in a project and everything. Yeah. Um, I use Alfred for pretty much everything. Yeah. I, yeah, I use, Al I use Alfred. I, I just re-upped my license um, for Alfred three or four. Well, yeah. Whatever. I think it's four now. Whatever the latest version I have. Yeah. But I, yeah, I love that thing. Yeah. Alfred is great. I've got, I've got all these little like shortcuts in where I've got like a, I got, I keep a notes file on my desktop, which is just a hidden file. <laughs> it's just a stupid text file filled with crap that it's like, I don't know where to put this because it doesn't really have a place, but I need to, make a note of this. Have you ever heard of an app called Unclutter? Unclutter? No. You will love it. Ooh. So Unclutter is like, do you have Set App? The app store where you pay like a monthly price or a yearly uh, price? No, I don't have that. It's, it, I just um, recently um, like, like gave in to the urge to subscribe because I ended up using like table plus and like, there's a couple other apps there that, um, that I'm, I'm paying for separately that now I don't have to pay for, uh -huh. but unclutter, I believe if you just buy it off the app store, it's like $4 or $3 or something. ridiculously, Huh? 27 Canadian. So 
like five bucks American. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, but it's, it's totally worth it. So yeah. what, it, what happens is like, I have it set up so that I put my mouse cursor to the very top of the screen. I scroll up and, and it pulls that thing down. It pulls it down and I've got a clipboard manager, a place where I can just drag and drop rando files just to like, cause I don't want them anywhere. I just yeah. need them so I can down, so I can drag and drop them somewhere else. So like if I'm on one screen and I have like finder up and I want to like, you know, uh, stick some, you know, picture that I'm trying to drop into, into, um, into Slack for you. And then like, I go to my other monitor and now I have that picture there so that I can, uh, um, let me, let me just actually do what I'm telling you I'm going to do so that I can just like, like grab it and drop it. And this is like between screens. I just dropped it temporarily in this little area. That's and, pretty slick. And that's that's my own work, by the way. That's my oh, nice. That's my dope preview skills. That was all done <laughs> with Max Preview app. I don't use Photoshop. Um, I only I actually switch to Affinity. Affinity. Affinity Photo and Affinity Design and Affinity, I can't remember the other one. Um, they're single, single cost. There's no more of this. You pay a gazillion dollars every year for Infinity mm -hmm. for products that never seem to ever change and all are, only get more clunky. Um, but no, Affinity has these beautiful apps that pretty much mirror everything you would do in Photoshop or Illustrator. And honestly, it takes like an afternoon to kind of figure out the general similarities mm -hmm. for, for the average, you know, use case. Right. Uh, but like 69 bucks for an app and I only pay once. That's great. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'm, I'll pay th every three years, 69 bucks to have that quality of an app. I'm not super jazzed about the whole subscription model for things anyway. I liked yeah. it better when I paid $50 for, um, for PHP storm every year, you know, like every year rolled around paid 50 bucks, Yeah, you know, because like, that's just how much it costs to renew my license. I'd much rather that. And then like what they did was they like, and this is what every single one of them does. They're like, we'll download our app and pay us the subscription fee. And if you ever stop your subscription, you're just allowed to use whatever the last version you were on was. Yeah. And it's like, isn't that like buying the new version every year? Yeah. Like it's the same thing. You're just saving my credit card details. <laughs> yeah. It's <sighs> there's pros and cons. Yeah. Gosh, where was this? Uh... I had this great, so I started, um, learning gimp oh yeah yeah and oh, like a while ago and i used to make these really like my the thing i really want to get good at was blending faces on other people's heads <laughs> and i made this great blend because i i had the same head position and i had shaved like just a mustache like it was when i was um refreshing my face so i had like just a mustache and i like like i hadn't curled it up like one picture yeah. I had it curled up and then another picture I like pulled it down and there's this great picture of Freddie Mercury 
where he's got like the same sort of like position of his head and his mustache was kind of pulled down. So I did this, it was really good. I wish I could find it and, and send it to you. I might, if I can find it, I'll make it my Twitter profile. You but it's like, that. it's like me, it's like my face on Freddie yeah. Mercury's head. And like, I blend, but I blended it in the right way. So it's like not, yeah. it's like, it looks like Freddie Mercury, but you can tell it's like my face. <laughs> anyway. That's awesome. Uh, but these days I stick to preview. Um, yeah. It does 90% of what you need. It's, I find that it's funnier too. Like we were having a team meeting the other day um, and we were talking about something and we were saying like, oh, like everybody, you know, all like uh, we have um, this guy on our team and, and a lot of our clients like him. And then we all, like a lot of us like him too. He's a really good worker, super great at, um, you know, leading teams and, and et cetera, et cetera. And so it came up like everybody loves Adam. You know, like somebody just said it offhandedly, but nobody like, nobody went so far as to take it to the connection of like, everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. So like, while everybody was talking and like just hashing things out, and I was, I was contributing and I was, I mean, I wasn't too distracted, but I made like this really terrible <laughs> preview Photoshop of like everybody on our team's like Slack <laughs> avatars pasted on top of every single character on the everybody loves Raymond. And then I like, I like cut out a white spot in the background and pasted over Raymond. And then I, but I like copied Raymond into a new preview and I cut yeah. out each letter and I repasted it in there, like all like haphazard. <laughs> so it's like, says everybody was Adam <laughs> and none of the faces are blended. All the faces are still yeah. like North South. That's some awesome. Of, some of the characters faces are supposed to be this yeah. way, but they just have like a North South <laughs> face over top. It's terrible. That's funny. I at least did like a, the cowboy lasso around their head though. Oh, well played. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, I just find it's well, like a little bit more funny. But. Naturally, yeah. I think eleven oh seven. Yeah, I'm gonna call it. Is probably good. I, I was yeah. gonna say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good. That was a good test run. Yeah, let me. Uh...